What a fun interview I just had with Kimberly Olson. You guys are going to so enjoy this interview, raw and real trials and tribulations of humble beginnings and even alcohol addiction to the multi-million dollar coach that Kimberly is today. You know, she's been on stage with Rachel Hollis and Shalene Johnson and big, big names, you guys. Big deal here. And I just so enjoyed her authenticity and her journey, the ups and downs in entrepreneurship and some incredible tips and hacks on how to be seen and be effective on social media today. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Hey friend, Melissa Hinault here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a former multiple six-figure executive corporate burnout, feeling stuck in the life I built for myself. But using my corporate skills, I took to the internet and have built multiple six and seven-figure businesses, showing others how they can build a life they love. Now on this podcast, I share stories of being an entrepreneur, a mom to my three amazing kids, and wife to my wonderful and supportive husband who supports all my wild and crazy dreams. My journey is taking grit and persistence and belief. And believe me, I'm still a work in progress that you may witness in real time. Whether it's in our free burnout to all out Facebook community, or inside my mastermind, or even in my coaching programs, or maybe just right here on the podcast. I'm laughing and I'm crying with you. I've become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts, to take the leap of faith and go all out and live out their dreams. Consider me your mentor in your head and on the go. So let's get started. All right, we are live, guys. So excited to have Kimberly Olson here today on the Burnout to All Out podcast. Kimberly, welcome to the Burnout to All Out podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Oh my gosh, we were just discussing on the back in the back room, if you will, some similarities that we have. So I'm really excited to really feature you today and really showcase your zone of genius, but inspire maybe some more nine to fivers over there watching us on LinkedIn that they can do this too, right? Yeah. So, so excited to have you here today. Really quickly, just so you guys know who we are interviewing today, Kimberly is an internationally renowned social media expert and a CEO of a multi-million dollar coaching business. So you want to hear from this woman. Um, Her coaching business is called The Gold Digger. Not to mention, she has been named the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company. And she's the author of three Amazon bestsellers. So we'll have to hear about those at some point today. And recently was listed as a top 25 podcast host in the marketing category with her podcast, The Gold Digger. So you guys have to go follow her there. What I love that I saw here is that in her most recent speaking events, she was honored to share the stage with with other folks like Rachel Hollis, Shalene Johnson, and Marina Simone, and and a couple of other names. But her just her her presence, her knowledge, her expertise is highly valued, obviously. So we're excited to have you here today. I know your focus is really female entrepreneurs, and I can't wait to tap into your zone of genius. But before we do, before we get into your social media expertise. This is the Burnout to All Out podcast. So there's always a backstory to the entrepreneur. Always. Right? (laughs) 
So take me back, Kimberly, to the days before you were the multi-million dollar entrepreneur working for yourself. Was there a day in the life where you worked for someone else before you worked for yourself? Yeah, I would definitely say I was a serial trying to be entrepreneur that kept going back to corporate. I think there was three times in a row where I printed the resume off. You know, you get the nice paper. And I was like, this is the last time, girl. And then it will not be the last time. Like, I, guys, I was trying so hard. I mean, I, I think I just always, I just never did well with authority. You know, I would be very successful, but then the boss didn't like how, you know, I don't know what it was, but it just always was not where I was supposed to be, right? I'm supposed to lead others in my own space. And yeah, I had so much conflict around it. So in 2011, I actually got online. I had a, you know, I still have a, a very successful YouTube channel and a blog it was called Fit Kim. That was my first brand. And because I'd lost 40 pounds, I got PhDs in natural health and holistic nutrition. Like I was just on fire around that, in, you know, in that industry. It's a very, very saturated market. So unless you know how, what the heck you're doing, you know, just my aunt would buy my products that I released. So I just kept going back to corporate, going back to corporate. And in 2017, I had my my second baby and I had just come off of you know, a really long time of depression. I had postpartum with both of them. Alcohol has always been an issue in my family and I struggled it with for over a decade, but it got to a point where I was like, okay, (laughs) I hate my job. There was a bully there. I wasn't present for my children at all. Like all I could think about was like opening the bottle of wine to take the edge off, you know, and people joke around about it, but like I needed it, right? It wasn't wanting to have a glass of wine. It was, I was functioning that way. And we it was your coping mechanism. It sounds it was like. my coping mechanism. Yeah, I mean everybody has different things. That was definitely it. And uh, we racked up almost six figures of debt. Like we bought the dream home because I was making a lot of money in my corporate job. I mean, I was making six figures. Like I was doing well financially. My husband had a great job. Bought two new vehicles. Had two babies in daycare. And then right before I had my second, I was let go from that fancy job without notice. And I was like oh my gosh, what are we going to do? I'm having a baby. Like you can't right. interview when you're nine months pregnant. So I was hustling, you know, I was doing boot camps in my backyard and writing, you know, code for websites, just anything I could do. So I went back to corporate again. And in that last, that last year, a friend kept reaching out to me about her network marketing company. And I was just like, no, like I finally texted her. I'm like, stop asking me about this. Like, but she was so smart. She would be like, you know, I just earned a car. You want to come to our party? And I was like, no, like I just hated my life, you know? And then I saw her at like a girl's night and she was like, it's helping the children. And I was like, helping the children. Like, that's like my heart, you know? And I was like, I want to help the children. She's like, well, here, try the, you know, try the stuff, tried it. And I was like, this stuff is amazing. I could sell this, you know, I still cut knives in college. I got this. Right. right. Now. <laughs> and that was in the spring of 2017. And I had initial success. I had a comma check, you know, mm-hmm. and a couple months in, I had $200 check and I was like, here I go again. I'm freaking self-sabotaging. You can't crush it if you've got these huge obstacles of self-destruction in your life. You just can't. Like, yeah. And I was like, the, this is it. I got to get some professional help here. This is an opportunity to change my family tree. Like, I grew up in poverty. I don't want that for my daughters. Mm-hmm. So I did get the support I needed, the help, and did really, really extensive therapy. And I was able to not only break the addiction. I am celebrating you know, four and a half years of sobriety. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. I was able to reprogram my subconscious mind. And I think that's what misses with like, you know, AA, different things out there. You actually need to change how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to change it all the way down to the core. And by the time I had done that work, I was like, I got this. You know, I was like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but this network marketing, 
I'm going to do it on social media, by the way. Like I just was like all in. Yeah. And so I ventured out to do that. And that's actually why I'm so passionate about this is because I did figure it out. I did quit my job. I did get the money. My my girls don't even know what poverty is, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to teach others that they can do it once they get out of their own way, which is what you know your podcast is all about. They can mm-hmm. have anything that they want. Oh my gosh. So many good nuggets there. So many good nuggets. And first of all, just congratulations. That is just huge what you've overcome. And and I agree. I think is as a business coach, I see where a lot of my clients, where what's holding the back is actually what's between their ears, right? It's that set work to get them there. You can have the, I can have the best LinkedIn strategy and exactly tell you exactly how to get there. And the difference between the clients that succeed and the ones that don't has everything to do with what's going on between their ears, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So good. Okay. So I was going to ask you, and I don't know if the wall kicking moment was maybe when you got that check that was the $200 check after you got going, but are there any other, I mean, obviously there's been lots of uh, turns and twists. You really grew this network marketing business, became wildly successful at that, but now you are, you have a multi-million dollar coaching business, right? So I like to say that some of the best network marketers are just experts at leadership and influence online. And they realize that they can build a personal brand and teach other people how to do it as well, right? And it sounds like you've done just that. And I guess my question for you is in your, in the twists and turns and from where you were to where you are today, if you're open to sharing, because I want to hear kind of a wall kicking moment that ended up being an absolute blessing in hindsight. Maybe as you were going through it, you were just like, why me? Right. I feel oh, like as entrepreneurs, we run into these every year, right? <laughs> um, but just for the for the new for the entrepreneur who's maybe going through a hard time right now and thinks it's just them, right? Can you maybe just speak to one scenario uh that was just an absolute wall-kicking moment at the time, but in hindsight, it was an absolute lesson that helped you grow as an entrepreneur? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think one of the hardest points was I decided to move companies. And, you know, this is why we, I have a nonprofit we started called Elephant Sisters. And it's all about, we lift each other up. We, we shine the light on each other. We celebrate when, when we're going through hard times, we're there for each other. And that's not in our industry right now as a whole. And I went through that. And, you know, when you have people who you like, you literally would like give them the shirt off your back and you make that decision and do it the right way, by the way, in integrity, when I did that, it was it was okay at first, but then you know how that goes. <laughs> yes. And then I there was some women that were actively going after me, going live, talking about how horrible I was. Just it was just awful. Mm. And when when that happens, you know, you do like you say, is it me? You know, did I do something wrong? And so I was able to say, no, you didn't. You know, there's no, there's nothing you did wrong the way you handled it. You were very transparent. You didn't recruit anyone and bring them with you. Right. And I realized there are going to be people that don't like what I do yes. either way. Right. So why not just be myself? So I was like, you know what? Forget you. You, if this is how you're going to show up, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn around and go motivate people. Yeah. <laughs> inspire people. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get bigger. I'm going to get bolder and I'm going to shine my light so bright. No one can even see you. Nobody cares about you. And I truly believe if, if you literally just own what, who you are and show up, you know what happened? 
my social media blew up. My income 5X'd in one year. And I became so confident that I was like, bring it. I don't care if something happens tomorrow. My Remember when Facebook and Instagram went down that one day? Yes. Yes. I was like, you know what? Click a button. I'm over on YouTube today. And I got yes. everyone to come over. Where does that confidence come from? Yeah, It comes from being able to claim what you want. And you know, if it's the conversation with your husband or getting the exit plan from your job in place, right? Mm-hmm. That is going to stem from you knowing who you are to the core and mm-hmm. protecting your dreams and your goals and running after those unapologetically. So that was a very difficult moment, but man, it has shaped the last couple of years since then. I love that. So many <laughs> lessons in that. And it's so true, right? Like, I love that number one, that you've learned that I have built multiple businesses now. Like you could take everything away from me today and I yeah. could start another one, yes. right? I love that. Number two, what I love, and, and my community has heard me say this many times, is like we can't solely depend on any social media channel as yeah. our ultimate platform for success. And I love that you have the confidence to just pivot and you you are have an established brand on YouTube, but also just an established brand that people are going to find you regardless of if if LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram comes down, you have an avenue to stay connected. I'm always talking about email lists, right? Like, um, right. You had me at email list. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's, you know, we're constantly talking about that because on any given day, those accounts could be pulled too. I was Mm -hmm. hacked two years ago, completely lost my Facebook account. Goodness. Yeah. Never got it back. So you had to build it back from scratch. So kind of like you, I realized in that moment, though, that I could do anything. Like if I could lose my Facebook account and build my business back and build my network back, I could do anything. And I learned moving forward that the email list was critical. Right? And talking about blessings, on the back end, my feed in Facebook, building a new Facebook account became, it transformed tremendously because I had come, I had grown up through network marketing as well. And my feed was full of a lot of people I was in business with. Yeah. And so when I lost my account and then had to establish a new one, it was like a whole new world in my feed. The algorithms changed everything. So it was a blessing. Okay. So let's get into, you know, on the back half of this interview, I would love to talk about as the social media expert that you are, what are, let's talk about, let's talk about two things, what people are doing wrong maybe and then also like what's the latest trend that we need to be jumping on if we're not if we're not doing it today are you looking for 360 degree support in launching your online business it is a confusing space if you're new to the industry or even if you've been around for a while maybe you're looking to elevate your inner circle in the process elevating your income you just might be the perfect candidate for our burnout to all out mastermind take a listen to some of our clients who are in the program now and if it piques your curiosity head over to our burnout to all out.co website and register for our masterclass today. We'll be spending three days unpacking the most important aspects of online business from the front end on sales and marketing and your personal brand to the back end of operations and technology to be seen and heard online all the way to the financial aspects of what it takes to get started and delegate in this industry. You do not want to miss this upcoming masterclass. I'm giving all the goods for free. Join us today. 
Hi, my name is Jody Barber, and I have had the incredible privilege to be part of the Burnout to All Out Mastermind for the past several months. I did not know what I was getting into fully when I said yes to this, and I cannot even tell you how many times I have said to my husband, said to friends in my life, I am so glad that I said yes to this opportunity. I work with a company that just launched into social selling. It is called MIG Living. And although the timing has been really exciting, the support that I didn't even realize I needed was in knowing how to put systems in place so that when we do hit the momentum phase as a company, I'm not frantically flying by the seat of my pants. And I would say that has been one of the biggest benefits of this mastermind has been the incredible knowledge, the incredible experience, the hands-on help in building systems so that you can thrive as a business owner. Many of the things that I've been taught and introduced to in this mastermind, I didn't even know were out there. And I'm so thankful that I said yes to this and that I made the investment so like what what maybe are people doing wrong that's out there that you've identified that um, people could be doing differently to be more seen and connected with their ideal client or business partner? Yeah, well, two things come to mind. The easy one is obviously you, you have to do an audit, do a self audit and just be like, hey, Kimberly came and audited my account today. What would she say? Is it set up to attract who you want to work with? So you're, for example, Melissa, you know, she's a business coach. We're colleagues to each other, but I want to attract. I want to attract people like Melissa into my world. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make sure my profile is set up where Melissa comes and she's like, "This girl's a boss." Like I want to get to know her, even if it's just my, you know, I call it the I am statement, but who I am, who I serve, or maybe a call to action to enroll, you know, get a freebie or join my community of boss babes. I want Melissa to come and be like, "Whoa, okay." Like when you were cleaning up your feed or restarting your Facebook, there was people you were reaching out to. I want to be that person. A lot of times network marketers, direct sellers hide behind their products mm -hmm. and they're not recruiting. And they're like, I don't know why I'm not recruiting. I'm like, no one can tell you have a business. So that would be the first one. <laughs> the second one is I call it hashtag blessed. And you see this on LinkedIn too. I'm primarily on Facebook and Instagram, but we do have a, a good size LinkedIn uh, presence. And I train on LinkedIn too. So I totally love it. Hashtag blessed is, this is why no one's seeing your stuff. Is hashtag, hashtag blessed is like great week, great weekend with the hubs or you know, kids, kids school thing. Like you just say it like, right. so, um, and that's awesome. That's great. I'm glad you're sharing your life, but how are people supposed to engage with that post? Right. It's right. nothing to do with them. It's about right. you. So instead think, share that thing, but how can you invite them into the conversation? Every mm -hmm. single post should have a question and that will get you on the right path. Right. Yes. Uh, so what happens is even you just get, start getting a couple comments, it tells that platform, oh, people are engaging and it pushes you up into the newsfeed. Absolutely. I love that you're pointing this out. In our small group coaching sessions yesterday, we were talking about this specifically on LinkedIn, the call to action. And some of our newest clients think of call to action as like, message me here, go to my website there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm constantly saying that is not the call to action that we're talking about, <laughs> right? right? The call to action is engagement. It's that thought provoking question that gets people sharing their insights and, and interacting in the feed, right? So mm -hmm. I love, I love that you brought that up. I'm going to ask you this and then we'll get into the latest trends because you hear contradictory advice on this. I love Gary Vanderchuk. I love following him. And he's definitely, he's what's that? He's what he's a who he's one who does not care what other people think. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but you know, the thing that he really speaks to is it's your personal brand, like being your authentic self in a way 
that you're not one dimensional that, you know, I use the term the snowflake, right? Like we're all unique. Um, and we really speak to sharing multifacets of you on media, not just being this like single mission, single sided promoting or even authority building in this one swim lane, right? And so I really, I actually, I really coach to that over on LinkedIn. It's creating connection and dimension and um, kind of trustworthiness with people and having common ground beyond just what your expertise is, right? Now, having said that, what I find interesting is recently Shalene Johnson's son, Brock, was at a mastermind event that I was at uh, a couple weeks ago and he was coaching on Instagram. And his comment was that you need a niche down when this is a different platform, obviously, but he said on Instagram, unless you're like a mega influencer, you really, really need a niche down to one specific topic in business on your on your Instagram page and really stick to that so that people can find you and follow you for that specific piece. So I'm curious because Obviously, I've just talked out of both sides of my mouth and they're different platforms. Right. But I'm curious your thought process around that and where you've seen the most success. That's such a good question. And, you know, when you guys hear different things out there, one, you know, if you're coaching with Melissa, stay with Melissa. Just be all in, all committed, be coachable. When she's doing the group coaching, go implement what she teaches. That's why I had such great success is because I was doing that. I would watch the training and I would implement right away. Like I didn't even know what the heck I was doing. And because if you are working with Melissa and then you take Brock's course and then you're watching me and following me, you're like, oh, I'm going to follow her. Like, yeah, you can have a couple of people. But if you start doing what I'm doing and then it's, you were supposed to be doing something, Melissa, you never get anything done. So right. it's kind of like, you know, when people have told me, oh, the blood type diet, you know, it's working for me. And I'm like, cause you're following something. Right. Right. <laughs> Good job. So right. for us, as long as we follow something, we're going to get traction. So you might right. say, all right, I'm going to hashtag it out. I'm going to get my list of 10 hashtags and all my reels are going to be around that. You're going to have success mm-hmm. because you're focused on hashtags. You're focused on figuring out and guess what? You're doing the reels. Or you might say, well, I'm going to do seven different themes. Every day is a different theme, but you kept going with it. It's going to grow. Right. Whatever you focus on grows. Give it attention. It's going to grow. This is what I think. Do what feels good to you. Get in alignment. You know, everyone's like, what's your business plan? You're going to get to 5 million this year. How are you going to do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to follow my intuition. So that's obviously hard to duplicate. But what I would encourage you is when you hear coaching, don't get in your head. Don't get stuck in paralysis analysis. I know some of you just heard her propose that and you're making lists right now. Okay. <laughs> like okay. Pros and cons. Um, right, right. Just go with what feels right to you. Pick one avenue and just pursue it. But me personally, I teach people to have five five buckets of content, I call it. Right. So we do. personal, yeah, I figured. I was like, we are totally like twins. But personal, inspirational, make sure you're doing stuff around business so people see you're an entrepreneur. What's your product or what do you sell? And then maybe a hobby or a secondary you know, niche or focus. What's right. nice about that, there's enough variety because I don't know about you, Melissa, but like I'm lucky I don't really get burned out creating content, but there are times when I'm like getting ready to record a podcast, a solo or YouTube, and I'm like, I really can't talk about this anymore. Right, right. <laughs> I talked about it for four years. Right, right. So if it's fresh enough, you're going to keep going with it. So right. I, right. I don't know. Does that answer your question? Totally. So you and I are in total alignment. You know, on LinkedIn, I really coach to at least once a week, you need to be bringing value and authority in your space that you're building authority in, right? Like right. if you want to come across as the expert, give relentless value each week and be known for that. But I also think that a lot of deals are made on LinkedIn because of a common ground and connection. Like one of our clients who's in real estate, 
landed a big client off of LinkedIn, not because, well, yes, the backgrounder is he's a real estate agent, but it was because they had the same alma mater and he had made some post around that, right? And so when he's like sifting out and sorting between agents, he finds this like another thing that he can like find a common connection with for like credibility and trustworthiness and just relatedness. Yeah. And so when when I coach over on LinkedIn, I'm definitely in our content pillars, we talk about obviously show up with authority, but then also how can you provide value in, in the feed that showcases your snowflake, right? Like the, yeah. the different pieces of I love that. It's so beautiful. It's artistic. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting because I will say over on Instagram, I have actually drilled down 100% to being a LinkedIn expert, but it's also because I'm using Instagram for a completely different reason. Like mm-hmm. on Instagram, I am 100% attracting clients who aren't on LinkedIn Yes, and need to be over there or yeah. could be over there doubling, tripling, quadrupling their income because of the untapped potential over there. Yeah. So I've just kind of niched down on this one like LinkedIn thing. But um, I'm wondering if I should be peppering it in with some, the stuff I coach over on LinkedIn, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, periodically for sure. And then see how it does too. You know, if it's well received, you know, are you getting some great comments on it or people reaching out about it? Yeah, I would have a little fun with it. What's nice about that too is I would say about 20% of our revenue comes from Instagram. Most most of it's Facebook uh-huh. and a little bit for the other platforms. But I use Instagram to bring people over to Facebook, like you said. But I do yeah. get, I get straight up like paid in fulls for our highest coaching program from Instagram. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's brilliant to like pepper it in so they can kind of see that because you'd be surprised. There are definitely are, you know, people that are prime candidates to become clients on Instagram. Absolutely. Well, and I also think it's probably and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's being cognizant, obviously, with what you're putting out there, because the point Brock made was that when he was in high school, he did this really crazy TikTok that was a crazy dance that went viral And he gained a bazillion followers that ultimately were not, they were following him for the wrong reason. Right, right. Messed with his algorithms. And Mm -hmm. like, he had the wrong audience following him because of this dumb dance versus what he wanted to be known for. So it's like, his caution was, be careful what you put out just to go viral because you can generate a massive audience that messes with your algorithms. That's like not what you're trying to attract. And then that, do you know how much time it takes when a video goes viral to sift and sort through comments? It's, it's a whole undertaking. So do you really want to do that? Wouldn't it yeah. be better just to have something really focused? That's probably what he was getting at, right? Is yeah. being focused so that way the people who are engaging are your ideal avatar. Yeah, totally. Okay. So last question um, before okay. we get in, I definitely want to leave a little, a couple minutes to talk about what you have going on and where people can find you. But what would you say is like the latest trend that's going on right now that everyone should be a part of? Like as far as social media goes, where are you finding the most traction right now? Engagement, lead generation for your business? Yeah. So for me, our biggest reach that we've gotten is, unless it's paid, you know, obviously paid advertising is through micro content. So the reels. So what what I do is I record on Instagram and I found a way to like, make it so my VAs can go in and do their magic and make it look pretty. So if you go to my Instagram, you'll see what I'm talking about because I do believe this is important. So I put a cover on all of your reels, okay? Okay. It will look so much better in the newsfeed if you want it to be in your newsfeed. I'll give you guys a little hack too. If you're not if you're not having traction on Instagram yet, you don't want your reel to go in your feed right now, okay? So I'll give you that hack in a second. 
but you can actually put a cover on your reels. So the Gold Digger Girl, it's G-O-A-L, but the Gold Digger Girl, go to my Instagram and see what I'm talking about. But what I do is I record on Instagram because I like the feature. So figure out which platform you like the best. Mm -hmm. And then we repurpose on TikTok and Facebook reels. And I thought, I don't know if that's going to work with Facebook. And they just asked me to be a paid creator. Oh, so it awesome. does work. Yeah, they yeah. don't care. I've had the yeah. TikTok logos on them. Like they don't care. So the cool thing is I'm able to reach over 100,000 people every month for 10 seconds, six seconds. I mean, I just recorded three last night in like five minutes. I was like, oh. And you know what I've also noticed has been a trend. Oh, this is definitely a trend you guys should do. The dancing and all of that. I love it. Like I'll just, you know, kind of shimmy. I'm not like a break dancer, right? <laughs> Let's be serious. But the voiceovers and all the funny stuff, that's great. Um, great to get started. But what's actually trending right now is you talking and giving tips. Mm, yes. Yeah. So for, you, for LinkedIn, it's like, hey, here's three tips to stand out on LinkedIn in the newsfeed. So what happens is, is you're going to stand out in a sea of many who are doing all the funny things because, you know, it's been, TikTok's been around for a couple of years now, right? Like it's not brand new anymore. Right. And then I'll just add some like instrumental soft music. You have to adjust the audio in the background. That's really helpful. And then the other thing is if you don't have like a natural following yet on Instagram, when you post your reel, it'll say share to newsfeed, say no. And what happens is, is because you aren't letting it be in your newsfeed, it's going to put it out into the main feed and you're way more likely to get viral views on it and new people seeing you. That's the whole point. It's like free advertising. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. So if you don't, so you're saying if you don't share it in your own feed, it just goes out to like main feed, like yeah, and that's what they want. It's if you look at like my TikTok percentages, seventy five percent of the views are organic. Almost everyone seeing my TikToks are not people who are following me on TikTok, which is so weird. But it's awesome because it's, it's not always going to be like that, right? It's going to be so yeah. saturated that. But right now, take advantage of that. That is amazing. And what I love that you pointed out here is because my a large majority of my audience is repelled like by growing their business on Facebook and Instagram. They've all come to me to do something that feels a little bit more professional. Um, and we actually, in our mastermind next month, have a Reels expert coming in to speak because what I want to showcase to our, our group is that you can, you can be professional and use Reels, right? You don't have to dance on your head or, you know, do the TikTok dance. Right. right. It's a matter of you still bringing value just like we do over on LinkedIn. And actually, TikTok videos are doing really well on LinkedIn, right? Like you can repurpose and put your videos over there because only 4% of users of LinkedIn even produce content. So if you're producing video, what? only 4%? Yes, only 4% of users post content. So you are seen oh, if you're creating content. And if you make it a video, you are even doubly, triply, quadruply seen, especially if it's a TikTok or a real like video, because that's what's trending across the world right now that people want yes. to see. Now yes. throw it into a feed where only 4% of people are posting content, right? I love all of this. Okay. Where can folks come find you, Kimberly? And what do you have going on right now? I would love that. Yeah. Come find me, uh, you know, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast or watching it as we're streaming live and make sure you tag me. And I'll give you a shout out. Just say, loved, you know, love this uh, conversation with Melissa and Kimberly today. You can tag me at the Gold Digger Girl on Instagram or wherever you're at. So if you go to Instagram and you click the link in my bio, um, I have a 28-day reels challenge in there. I have 28-day oh, awesome. reels done for you. Yeah, because everyone kept saying, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'll just hand it to you on a silver platter. So I have the songs. I have the scripts. It's definitely targeted for network marketers, direct sellers, 
beginning coaches, those that are starting to build their personal brand through coaching and course creation. So kind of those beginners, that's done for you. And every la- I go live every Monday at one o'clock central on my business page, The Gold Digger Girl, which is on Facebook. So depending yep. on where you're hanging out, yep. yeah, come say hi, shoot me a DM and we can be friends. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. You guys definitely go check her out if you're trying to up your reels game yeah. um, and learn more about how to, to be seen over there. So good. Okay, final question. And then we can wrap up. What are you reading right now? I'm actually reading many books. Um, I'm reading Scaling Up, which is scaling your business because we're you know getting to 5 million per year and then and then eight figures. So scaling up business book. And I have uh, 15 full-time staff members now. So I'm, you know, at that CEO role now mm-hmm. alongside the network marketing uh, business. And then I'm also listening to Kick ASS because if there's any kiddos listening mm-hmm. by Mel Robbins, it is killer. It's so, it's so good. She's in her live coaching. Yeah, she's live coaching breakthrough after breakthrough. I mean, I'm, I'm in love with it. It's so good. The audible version. You can audio book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend the audible because it's actually her, which I really like her. Well, I love that. Okay. We'll include this all in the show notes. Okay, cool. That's all right. fun. <laughs> awesome. Kimberly, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for showing up today and serving our community. You guys definitely go check her out. Thanks guys. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show, and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.